This is a special introductory episode of Is My Child a Monster? A brand new parenting therapy podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Cohen Ruberry, and I'm a parent and a therapist with 37 years of experience. Our first full episode comes out next week on May 1st. I'm going to work with parents and caregivers who share their stories in therapy sessions recorded live. Today's a little different. Instead of meeting with parents, I'd like to introduce you to my daughter, Dale. And I would like you to get to know me as a parent. I know what it feels like to be worried about your child. I have three children. I was really excited to be a parent. I had a lot of confidence as a parent. And then came along Dale, who was so challenging. It was difficult. She was having tantrums. She was saying no. I could see the struggles, and I was also sort of pulling out my hair because I didn't know what to do. I sat on my kitchen floor asking myself, is my child a monster? I mean, I really worried myself about whether or not I could help Dale, or was it over my head? And I am lucky enough to have Dale here with me today to tell you what her experience was, what it was like together as we figured out this parenting journey. I put you to the test. You did. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. And like we always joke, I made you the therapist you are today. So uh, you're welcome. Yes. (laughs) Can I start by asking you, when you grew up, did you feel like you were bad? I think in some sense, yeah, there was a feeling of being being the bad child. I mean, in comparison to my, my brother and, and my twin sister, they were never getting in trouble the way I was. They didn't throw tantrums the way I did. They just didn't seem to struggle the way I did. And internally, I even sometimes scared myself. I felt like the monster to myself because I... I would often feel that I didn't know how to control my emotions or or really understand them at all. When did you start noticing that I was a really sensitive kid? I did notice that at three years old, when I started asking you to do things or you were able to answer the question yes or no, a lot came out as no. You were saying no and all of a sudden having these emotional tantrums where putting on your shoes was painful, getting dressed, moving as quickly as your brother and sister. And at first it was very confusing. I just saw the tantrums. That's all I saw. Dad didn't know what to do. And he looked to me and said, well, what are we supposed to do? And I just realized you were dealing with such big emotions. So I knew I needed to help you um, understand that you just had really big emotions. But I was in unknown territory. It was it was confusing. I And I started out parenting thinking I knew what I was doing. I was a very confident parent. What did you do when I was in full tantrum mode, just screaming, throwing? What'd you do? I knew there was a difference between helping you solve the problem and helping you calm down. So in the beginning, if I didn't lose my own mind and I wasn't screaming at you because, to be very honest, having three kids, working, everything going on, I lost it as well. But if I was in my wise mind, I would help you calm down. And I would ask you, Dale, do you need space or would you like X marks a spot? And X marks a spot, I don't know if you remember, was a little 
uh, tactile poem that I would do on your back and you would lay across my lap. And at three years old, you knew whether you needed space or whether you wanted X marks the spot. And it was amazing. And so you, I could respect you to know what you needed and that would calm you down. I would just either leave you alone or I'd help you out. I think a lot of people's approach is to try to fix the problem the child is having in the moment. Like I do remember struggling with, with my shoes. My right shoe had to be perfectly tighter than my left shoe. No wrinkles in the sock. Like it was just sensory mayhem for me. You weren't going to fix my sensory input to my central nervous system. But the most effective thing you were able to do was validate that I was struggling and then do something that felt less like a solution, like asking me if I needed the space or what have you. And those proved to be the, the most helpful things I remember you doing. And the times that, that you did lose it, which is understandable, I feel like for any parent, um, that's what I think made me feel the worst or the, the like I was the bad child. So that gets me thinking, there was a situation that happened when you were seven years old where I did lose it one time. Not my proudest moment because I got really angry and I hit my hand on the counter, but the faucet broke instead of just hitting my hand. And you went off to get your piggy bank and say, oh, Mom, you know, I'll fix the problem. And I said to you, Dale, that's my anger, not yours. Did it help you and do you remember I took responsibility for my emotions growing up so that you could learn to deal with your own. Yeah. And I think those were the skills, seeing them modeled were sometimes the most effective way to learn. I mean, not only did that give me an understanding of, okay, whose, whose emotions am I responsible for? But it also allowed me to learn how to take responsibility for my own emotions as a, as a kid, even though I was bad at it back then, but as an adult. What did you used to tell me when you were little? I'd say, that's stupid. That's not going to work. Yes. Every single time. Do you remember that phone call from Thailand? You were working over in Thailand at mm -hmm. 22 years old. I do, yeah. It was this, like, epiphany I feel like I had yeah. that I just had to share with you, even from, from all the way over there. It was basically just that all the skills that you kept repeating to a child who just kept saying, that's stupid, that's not gonna fix anything, ended up landing. And I, I remember thinking like, wow, this, this actually does work. Here I am finally feeling the effects of it and knowing that those little seeds you planted all those years ago actually took root and, uh, and strong root and, and they're helping me as as an adult. And so, yeah, I remember wanting you to like tell your, your clients, make sure they know this, make sure that they know that it's not going to be immediate gratification in the moment. Their, their child is not going to start using those skills after a week or even after a year, but just knowing that it actually does make a difference. I will never forget that moment when you called because it brought me relief and a sense of validation for all the hard work because it's really hard work parenting. And when you're parenting a sensitive child, it you just don't know what you're doing is helping or not. So it was a special moment for, I think, for both of us.
Dale, did you know that I was the kid in my family that you were in your family? I don't think so because you don't you don't appear that way uh, now. It, it's the same way that that people know me now, and they can't imagine the the Tasmanian devil of a child that I was back then. So it's hard for me to picture you like that. Oh, I know my mother didn't know what to do with me as I ran around the living room chasing my sisters. I was so different from my two sisters. I was the temper tantrum one. What I just thought was there's something wrong with me. And so getting into this line of work might have been from my own feeling like I was the monster, but now helping other children and then having the opportunity to support you and help you become your best version of yourself. I'm just so glad it works, and I really want to help other parents. So, Dale, when we butted heads, and there were times that it was not easy, I would also get these Mother's Day notes that were incredibly touching. Do you remember those opposite feelings? Like, how did you deal with our relationship? Looking back on it, I realized that a lot of what I presented to you in the day-to-day -day life you got what my anxiety looked like. You you took the brunt of all of those emotions, intense emotions that I didn't understand, but that wasn't who I felt like inside. And it was it was easier when I was young to just express the the anxiety or that's the stuff that felt just bottled up like it was bursting to come out. But deep down and and take away kind of that layer. It was really just someone who was really grateful to I'm get emotional <laughs> to have someone who would who would be there for it and not leave, not give up, and not hate hate me for it. I already hated myself a little bit for it, so you didn't pile on to that, and you just you just kept kept trying to help me no matter like what I threw at you. And even from a young age, I recognized that and I was grateful for it. So I think I think in those moments where, where you write the Mother's Day card or whatever, it was just that, that overwhelming feeling of just being really, really thankful. It is so sweet to hear you say that and not easy because it it's real. It's so real to be struggling with that. And Dale... I so appreciate that you can hold both, that you can see me both as the person with big emotions as well, and the person who could understand you. I mean, this podcast that I'm putting out in the world is for that very, very reason. I so want parents to help their children. My job is to help you understand who you are. And it was my goal to let you know that you are not the monster. You are not a bad person at all. And that you didn't understand what was going on. And it was my job to help you understand that that's anxiety. That when you're yelling at me, no, I'm not going to do that. You're really trying to say, mom, I'm scared. I don't think I'm capable of doing that. And so helping parents understand their child brings that connection that you and I have that we know at 33 and 63 that the two of us are extremely close because we know that we understand each other. The goal is to feel connected and understood. Dale, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And I always 
feel like it's a privilege to hear you talk and share. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you for, for having me on. And I'm excited that you're putting out this knowledge and skills out to a larger audience to help all the other sensitive kids like me. Thank you so much for joining us today for this special Meet the Host episode of Is My Child a Monster? A new parenting therapy podcast. We officially launch next week on May 1st. In our first full episode, you will meet Michelle and Emiliano who are struggling with their child's school anxiety, panic attacks, and difficulty going to sleep. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Alita Cooper, Dale Ruberry, and me. Our theme music is by El Ray Music. I'm your host, Leslie Cohen Ruberry. And remember, your child is not a monster, but a person who deserves to be understood. <laughs>